Hello and welcome to Thoughts from the Bible. I am Adam Zander and have been serving as a missionary in Romania for over a decade. Join me every week as we look at simple thoughts from the Bible to help us in our daily walk with Christ and our relationships with our fellow man. Hello from Romania. I hope you're having a great week. We are enjoying beautiful summer weather here in Romania. Today we will look at our 13th message from the book of Ephesians, the old man versus the new man. Let's read our verses for today, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 through 32. This is quite a long passage, but I believe it's worthwhile to read this. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 through 32. This I say therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over unto lasciviousness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ." If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be ye angry, and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. In this passage, we read about the old man and the new man. This is a very important doctrine in the New Testament. We also see how the Gentiles walk, those who are not Christians or children of God, and how a Christian should walk. The difference is stark. There is a clear line drawn between the two. But a Christian has a choice. Walk after the Spirit or after the flesh. Walk in the new man or the old. Walk in the ways of the Gentiles or the ways of a child of God. When Jesus Christ saves a person, their soul is saved. They are going to heaven when they die. But their body has not been redeemed yet. You can still sin in your body. So today, we will look at the new man versus the old man. First today, in verses 17 through 19, we see how the Gentiles walk. How do the Gentiles and the people of this world walk? What do they seek and desire? 
this passage tells us. It is a dark progression. Some people of this world may not be completely without morals or conscience. There are many good moral people who are not children of God. But this passage tells us the result of rejecting God and His Word. First, the Gentiles walk in vanity. Man in this natural state is vain. At his very best, man is vanity. Vanity means excessive pride or admiration of one's own appearance or achievements, the quality of being worthless, empty. Man is full of pride and empty without the new birth. Psalms chapter 39, verse 5, the Bible says, Behold, thou hast made my days as a handbreadth, and mine age is as nothing before thee. Verily, every man at his best state is altogether vanity. Selah. So first, they walk in vanity. Second, their understanding is darkened. They do not understand spiritual things. Romans chapter 1 verse 21, Because that, when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Notice the progression here. They know God. They know God exists, but then they were not thankful. And then they became vain and proud in their imaginations. And then their foolish heart was darkened. Third, they are alienated or separated from the life of God through ignorance. Colossians chapter 1 verses 21 and 22. And you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. The Gentiles are separated from God. Fourth, their heart is blind. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 through 6. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Number five, they are past feeling. Their conscience does not convict them. A person will get to the point when sinning no longer bothers them. Titus chapter 1 verses 15 and 16. Unto the pure all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure, but even their mind and conscience is defiled. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny Him, being abominable and disobedient, and unto every good work reprobate. Sixth and last, they have given themselves over to their lust and work uncleanness with greed. This is the end result of rejecting God and His Word, the Bible. Romans chapter 1 is not a pleasant Bible passage to read, but it is in the Bible and we need to study and read the entire Bible, not just the pleasant parts. So let's read the end result of someone who rejects God. Romans chapter 1, verses 24 through 32. 
Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their heir which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reparate mind, to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Now a question, can a Christian, a child of God, walk after the flesh, after the old man? The clear answer is, according to the Bible, yes. Let's read Ephesians chapter 4 verse 17 again. It says that ye henceforth walk not. That is written to Christians. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 22, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man. Several times the Bible says put off. Galatians chapter 5 also makes it clear. We can either walk after the Spirit or the deeds of the flesh. Galatians chapter 5 verses 16 through 18. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Second today, let's look at the old man in the life of a Christian. A Christian has a choice. They can walk in the old man, their flesh or in the new man, after the Spirit of God that lives in them. We must put off the old man with his sinful deeds. Romans chapter 6 explains this much better than I can. So let's read that. Romans chapter 6, verses 4 through 7. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin." Colossians chapter 3, verses 3 through 9. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in the which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them. 
But now ye also put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. So you have a choice. Walk in the old man or walk in the new man. We have to put off the old man with his deeds. Third and last today, let's talk about the new man. We saw how many in this world walk and the end result of such walking. It is not pleasant. How should a child of God walk? By putting off these works of the flesh and walking in the spirit, in the new man and not the old man. We must put on the fruits of the spirit. My parents taught me that if you take away a bad habit, if you remove a sin in your life, you need to replace it with something good. That is a very good idea. We must put off the works of the old man, of the flesh, and put on the fruits of the Spirit. This takes dedication, commitment, and much work. Colossians chapter 3, verses 10 through 15. And have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. And then 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And let's read Ephesians chapter 4, verses 23 through 25 one more time. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. This is not a hard passage in the Bible to understand. This world does what pleases them. They walk after their own flesh and desires. As a person progresses through life and they reject God and His Word, their conscience gradually becomes weaker and sin simply does not bother them anymore. A child of God, however, believes the truth, has the Holy Spirit to help them, and lives inside of them. And a Christian should now walk in the new man, putting off the deeds of the old man. Next time, Lord willing, we will look at another message from the book of Ephesians. Thank you for listening today, and I hope you have a wonderful day.